Chapter Thirty of the Dark Other. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Dark Other by Stanley G. Weinbaum. Chapter Thirty The Demon Free. Pat emitted a small startled shriek and heard it echoed by a surprised grunt from Dr. Hawker. Queer, he muttered. The stuff must be mislabeled. Scopolamine doesn't act like this. It's a narcotic. He's the other, gasped Pat, while the being on the couch grinned sardonically. Eh? An attack? Can't be. The doctor shook his head emphatically. It's not Nick cried the girl in panic. You're not, are you? She appealed to the grim entity. Not your sweetheart? queried the creature, still with his mocking leer. A few hours ago you were lying here all but naked, confessing you were mine. Have you forgotten? She shuddered at the reference and shrank back in her chair. She heard the doctor's ominous angry rumble and the evil tittering chuckle of the other. Pathological or not, snapped hawker i can resent your remarks i've considered several times varying my treatment with another solid cut to the jaw he rose from his chair stamping viciously toward the other a moment said nicholas devine do you know what you've done have you any idea what you've done he turned cool mocking red glinting eyes on the doctor hawker hmm? paused as if puzzled what i've done what do you mean you don't know then the other gave a satiric smile you're stupid i gave you the clue yet you haven't the intelligence to follow it do you know what i am he leaned forward his eyes leering evilly into the doctor's i'll tell you i'm a question of synapses that's all merely a question of synapses he tittered again horribly it still means nothing to you doesn't it doctor i'll show you what it means hawker clenched a massive fist and strode toward the figure whose eyes stared steadily unwinkingly into his own back the being snapped as the great form bent over him the doctor paused as if struck rigid his arm and heavy fist drawn back like the conventional fighting pose of a boxer go back repeated the other rising pat whimpered in abject terror as she heard hawker's surprised grunt and saw him recede slowly and finally sink into his chair his bewildered eyes were still fixed on those of nicholas devine i'll tell you what you've done said the strange being you freed me there was nothing wrong with your scopolamine it worked he chuckled you drugged him and freed me hawker managed a questioning grunt i'm free exulted the other for the first time i haven't had him to fight he's here but helpless to oppose me he's feeble feeble he gave again the horrible tittering chuckle see how weak the two of you are against my unopposed powers he jeered weaklings food for my pleasures he turned his eyes luminous and avid on pat this time he said there'll be no interruptions 
a witness to our experiment will add a delicate touch of pleasure he broke off at the doctor's sudden movement hawker had snatched a glistening blue revolver from his pocket held it leveled at the lust-filled eyes huh growled the doctor triumphantly do you think i come trailing a maniac without some protection especially a vicious one like you nicholas devine turned his eyes on his opponent he stared long and intently drop it he commanded at length pat felt a surge of chaotic terror as the weapon clattered to the floor she turned a frightened glance on hawker's face and her fright redoubled at the sight of his straining jaw the perspiration beaded forehead and his bewildered eyes the demon kicked the gun carelessly aside puriel he said contemptuously he backed away from them reseating himself on the couch whence he had risen he surveyed the pair in sardonic mirth pat muttered the doctor huskily get out of here honey he's got some hellish trick of fascination that's paralyzed me get out and get help the girl moved as if to rise nicholas devine shifted his eyes for the barest instant to her face she felt the strength drain out of her body and she sank weakly to her chair it's useless she murmured hopelessly to the doctor he's he's just what i told you a devil i guess you were right mumbled hawker dazedly there was a burst of demonic mirth from the being on the couch merely a matter of synapses he rasped chuckling his face changed took on the familiar coldness the stony expression pat had observed there before this palls he snapped i've better amusement after we've rendered your friend merely an interested onlooker he narrowed his red eyes as if in thought take off a stocking he ordered tie his hands to the back of the chair i won't said the girl the eyes shifted to her face i won't she repeated tremulously as she kicked off a diminutive pump she shuddered at the gleam in the evil eyes as she stripped the long silken sheath from a white rounded limb she slipped a bare foot into the pump and moved reluctantly behind the chair that held the groaning hawker she took one of the clenched straining hands and drew it back fumbling with shaking fingers as she twisted the strip of thin chiffon the demon moved closer standing over her loose knots he snarled abruptly he knocked her violently away with a stinging slap across her cheek and seized the strip in his own hands he drew the binding tight twisting it about the lowest rung of the chair's ladder back hawker was forced to lean awkwardly to the rear in this unbalanced position it was quite impossible to rise nicholas devine turned away from the straining perspiring doctor and advanced toward pat who cowered against the shattered cabinet now he muttered the experiment he chuckled raspingly what delicacy of degradation your lover and your guardian angel both helpless watchers excellent oh very excellent he grasped her wrist drawing her after him to the centre of the room into the full view of the horrified staring eyes of hawker always before continued her tormentor these hands have prepared you for the rites the ceremony that failed on two other occasions to transpire 
would it add a poignancy to the torture if i made you strip this body of yours with your own hands or will they suffer more watching me which do you think pat closed her eyes in helpless resignation to her fate nick she moaned oh nick dearest not this time sneered the other your friend and protector the doctor has thoughtfully eliminated your sweetheart as a factor he struggles too feebly for me to feel nick she murmured again dr carl but the doctor now pulling painfully at his bonds could only groan in distraction and curse the unsuspected strength of sheer chiffon he writhed miserably at the chafing of his wrists his strange paralysis had departed but he was quite helpless to assist pat i think said the cold tones of nicholas divine that the more delicate torture lies in your willingness let us see he drew her into his arms he twisted a hand in her hair jerked her head violently backward and pressed avid lips to hers she struggled a little but hopelessly automatically at last she lay quite passive quite motionless supported by his arms and making not the slightest response to his kiss are you mine he queried fiercely releasing her lips are you mine now she shook her head without opening her eyes no she said dully not now or ever again he crushed her while the doctor looked on in helpless bewildered voiceless anger this time his kiss was painful burning searing again that unholy fascination and unnatural delight in her own pain stirred her and it took what little effort she was able to make to keep from responding after a long interval his lips again withdrew are you mine he repeated she made no answer she was gasping and tears glistened under her closed eyelids from the pain of her crushed lips again he kissed her and again the wild abandonment to evil suffused her she was suddenly responding to his agonizing caress she was clinging fiercely to his torturing lips feeling an unholy exaltation in the pain of his tearing fingers in the flesh of her back yours she murmured in response to his query she heard her voice repeat madly yours 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 do you yield willingly came the icy tones of the demon yes 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 willingly take off your clothes sounded the terrible overpowering voice he thrust her from him so that she staggered dizzily backward she stood swaying the voice repeated its command the girl's eyes widened wildly she had the appearance of one in an ecstasy a religious fervor she raised her hand with a jerky impulsive gesture to the neck of her frock still pinned together in the makeshift repairs of the evening then came a strange interruption the doctor helpless onlooker had at length evolved an idea out of the bewilderment in his mind he opened his mouth and emitted a tremendous deep ear-shattering bellow nicholas devine sent the girl spinning to the floor with a vicious shove and turned his blazing eyes on hawker who was drawing in his breath for a repetition of his roar quiet he rasped his red orbs boring down at the other quiet or i'll muffle you 
Closing his eyes, the doctor repeated his mighty shout. The demon snatched the blanket from the couch, tossing it over the figure of the doctor, where it became a billowing, writhing heap of brown wool. He turned his gaze on Pat, who was just struggling to her feet, and moved as if to advance toward her. He paused. She had retrieved the doctor's revolver from the floor, and now faced him with a madness gone out of her eyes, supporting the weapon with both hands, the muzzle wavering towards his face. "'Drop it!' he commanded. She felt a recurrence of fascination and an impulse to obey. Out of the corner of her eye she saw the doctor's head emerging from the blanket as he shook it off. "'Drop it!' repeated Nicholas Devine. She closed her eyes, shutting out the vision of his dominant visage. With a surge of terror, she squeezed the trigger, staggering back to the couch at the roar and the recoil. She opened her eyes. Nicholas Devine lay in the center of the room on his face. A crimson spot was matting the hair on the back of his head. She saw the doctor raise a free hand. He was working clear of his bonds. "'Pat,' he said softly. He looked at her pale, sickened features. "'Honey,' he said, "'sit down till I get free. Sit down, Pat. You look faint.' "'Never faint,' murmured the girl, and pitched backwards to the couch, with one clad and one bare leg hanging in curious limpness over the edge. End of chapter 30